0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to talk week nine. Nine! Already. Nine! This is...
1: <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry.
0: I mean, it's it's perfect. Uh, week nine of the <laughs> NFL season. Uh, at halftime, the Panthers will be exactly halfway through their season. So. yeah. There's that. Uh, finally, picked up our first victory last week. Oh, by the way, we're playing the Colts this week. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, Colts. So there you go. Gardner Minshew led Colts. Uh. Yeah,
0: yeah. Kind of a bummer. I was I was really looking forward to seeing Ar um, when the schedule came out and
1: yeah, back I did to too. back
0: with. But I mean, we were gonna have back to back with uh, Stroud, Ar, and Fields, kind of mm-hmm. the three the three quarterbacks that we could have had, right? Uh, so that was going to be fun. But, you know, we'll have Gardner Minshew, another quarterback I guess we could have had at yeah. any time over the last few years. Um, you and I, I, you and ad- I advocated won't. for him.
1: Yeah, bring him in to be a backup slash, you know, a, a, someone to yeah. challenge the starting job. But.
0: Yeah, well, turns out he, he doesn't have the greatest record as a starting quarterback, but we'll talk yeah. about that here in a few. Um, I, I, I did not get to... Uh, join you on the recap of our first victory last week. I know. Uh, yeah, I had to work that Sunday. Is my first Sunday that I've had to work in many, many years. So, um,
1: so I had a couple uh, yeah. YouTube comments, and I agree mm-hmm. with them, saying that you have to uh, now work every Sunday. So mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah, if we lose this game, then I'm gonna have to really look at that yeah. and uh, and and make a. Make a business decision. But, you know, uh, first of all, ecstatic that the Panthers won, right? Like, it's nice to see one in the win column. Uh, We're not going to go 0-17 as uh, many Bears fans predicted that we would. So it is nice to see that. Um, I thought offensively, you know, good and bad, right? I thought Bryce looked good. I thought he looked really good actually. I did too. Uh, I was extremely, extremely encouraged with uh, how he looked. I thought that the receivers got more separation. They still weren't good, but I thought they I thought they schemed them better in this game or in that game. Um, Though we really have to get better talent at wide receiver to to actually see what Bryce is, right? Like there's we're just not going to get a full picture of what he is this year, unfortunately. But uh, I was happy to see, you know, that they were moving the ball well. Uh, running, they didn't do anything in the run game. I mean, you know, they averaged 1.8 yards per carry as a team. Terrible. Uh, I don't know how to fix that. I mean, Sanders only got two rushes. He rushed for zero yards on it with a long of four. So, like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not great there. Uh, Chuba, uh, you know, he got the bulk of the carries, but he didn't do much with them. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you do with that run game because it's just the run blocking is bad. The running backs themselves are, you know, Chuba. We've seen flashes, but he just he's just not consistent enough to be that starting running back every week, right? So I'm hoping that they can, again, they're going to have to scheme something. They're just going to have to figure it out. Um, red zone play calling I thought was odd. Uh, I didn't love going for it on fourth down. Especially the way they went for it on fourth down uh, at the goal line there early in the game. I thought they should just kick the field goal. This this team needs to take the points when they can. That's, my, that's the new philosophy I think they should uh, take. Like if you you've got 4th and 1 on your 20 yard line, just kick the field goal. You got 4th and an inch at the goal line, just kick the field goal. I really think that's what they should do because the, the team's just not good. they're not scoring points offensively. They just don't score points. So if you've got an option to take the points, take the points. I mean, how big was 3 points in this game? Right?
1: Yeah.
0: That's that's how they won. So until they can actually Start moving that ball forward one yard when they need it, two yards when they need it. Uh, even that fourth down on that last drive, where Miles Sanders ran the wrong route and almost intercepted the pass to Thielen, <laughs> or, yeah. or just got in the way. Like I didn't love that play call on fourth and two. You know, it just I mean, it worked out, but I didn't I, I like know. the play I, call I at I think all.
1: if you if he Sanders runs the correct route, I think it's a lot better schemed up.
0: True, true. True, it just. I mean, it 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 looked
1: bad because Sanders was. Why
0: is Sanders even out there running a
1: route? Because it was an empty set. That's just how the empty sets go, and you put the wide receiver. Put Blackshear. Put him at the end. Put put somebody else out
0: there. Some someone who's good at football, right? Because (laughs) Miles Sanders just. I mean, he didn't play hardly any. What did he play? Six snaps, four snaps, something like that. Like he wasn't out there. Much at all. I just don't think you put a cold player out there in that situation. Oh,
1: he played right. 12. 12 snaps. Okay,
0: he played 12 snaps. Uh, <laughs> good job, <laughs> Miles. Really earning that paycheck. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, the defense was incredible. Defense was great. You know, we finally, I mean, they shut Stroud down completely. Mm-hmm. And I saw some people kind of talking about, you know, Stroud, you know, he he... He's at the point now to where he's kind of shown what he is, right? And now teams are adjusting.
1: hundred percent.
0: Now you get to see what Stroud. How does he adjust to the adjustments, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're gonna get there with Bryce too when he, because I, I feel like, I feel like Bryce is starting to hit his stride. And I think he's gonna have a really good game this week. I think he's gonna have a really good game on that Thursday night. And then I think the week after that, we're going to start going to see the readjustments for him as well. So I I think we're going to get there with Bryce too. So overall, up and down, but really happy we got the win Um, and excited to talk about this week. So let's get right into the news.
1: Well, well, before this, I do want to point out this one thing. With Thomas Brown calling place. I felt Mm -hmm. like they got to the line a lot faster. They were able to make better reads at the line. I feel like that was a lot of a big problem with Frank Wright calling the plays. Is yeah. He was too busy. In, the plays seemed, you said schemed up different. It felt like it was a variety instead of mm-hmm. a panic spamming the same plays.
0: Yeah, agreed. Even I... the
1: run game, which didn't have success, I felt like they weren't <clears throat> all the same run plays.
0: Yeah, uh... The run game—I don't know. I hope they focus on that this week in terms of how to how to make that productive.
1: But it, it, it starts with the O line. The O line has played like garbage. I Especially like that they icky. did.
0: I like that they continued to run the ball even if they it did. wasn't working. Yeah. Like I did like that they continued to do it. Uh, I do think that helped Bryce in the past game. But yeah, I mean, I you know I agree. I think Thomas Brown definitely brought something different to the offense, which is what we have been begging for. Yes. Um for the, you know the last 7 weeks was just show us something different and uh and I liked it. Uh, Bryce still got sacked 6 times, which is just Hit
1: 10. Yeah.
0: Un- unacceptable, right? Um again, you know, what do they do? What do they do with the offensive line? What do they do with the running backs? Uh, we're stuck. We're stuck this year. So you know, Corbett, another week in, hopefully. You know, you just keep this keep the same guys out there week after week after week. Eventually, hopefully they build some chemistry and they get better. Icky is gonna really have to do some soul searching. He yeah. has just he has looked awful. And like, I you I know, don't... I see I see the the, the the defenses for him. Like, oh well look at this play, look at this play, look at this play. Okay, man, he looks bad. He looks bad almost every other play. Like yeah. yeah, he'll have 3 or 4 really good plays a game, but he'll have 10 or 11 really bad plays a game. <laughs> and he'll get bowled over. Like he yeah. just gets run over sometimes. And that you know, you can't have your franchise left tackle looking like that.
1: I mean, I don't know what what the thing what happened in the off season. I mean, I know it's a slightly different scheme, but He's getting beat on stuff that he should not be beaten on. He's getting pushed over on stuff he shouldn't get pushed over on. I mean, it's easy for me to say that, but I mean, realistically, you were drafted as a top 10, the first tackle off the board. You were known as a road grader that had the agility to play left tackle and be able to kick out. Yeah, it was your weakness, but... You have played god awful
0: after a pretty encouraging rookie year.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Like he 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 did not look nearly this bad last year. So I don't know if it's a sophomore slump. There are players that go through that. I don't know yeah. if he was just playing out of position. You know, and it just had a really good, lucky rookie year. I don't know, but he's he's playing himself into left guard is what he's doing.
1: And that's not what we need.
0: No. Um, uh, maybe he'll be a really good one though. Uh, if they can figure, if they can draft another left tackle that works out, I mean, maybe that line, that side of the line is is amazing. But uh, he's not. It doesn't look good
1: right now. So let's go ahead and look at the little bit of news that has happened this week. Uh, starting off the big kind of news, big non-news, no trades. Yeah. For the Panthers.
0: Yeah, supri- I was surprised, uh, mainly because it seems like they always make a trade, especially under Fitter. They always do something, even if it's small. They always do something. They always trade away a Robbie Anderson, or they bring in, you know, uh, um, a CJ Henderson, or you know, they do something, right? But I guess their big trade this year was moving up to number one and taking Bryce Young, and they didn't feel. They either didn't get enough uh, offers for, or good offers for these guys, or maybe Tepper was like, you know what, Fitter, you're not going to be here next year. Let's take the keys away.
1: I I would not be shocked that 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 was what happened. I think any trade that you got rid of Brian Burns was going to be a loss. Yeah, and it sounded like they weren't
0: even entertaining those trades.
1: and And that's smart, because... Anything you do as fitterer, you're tied to turning down those two first round draft picks. You're not. You're gonna look bad because no matter what, yep. no one's offering that again.
0: Do you think if someone did offer that, like let's say the the Bears were like instead of trading from for sweat, they were like, you know, we'll give you your first round pick back and then we'll give you a, a 2025 first. Do you think they'd have taken it this year? this This time would would fitter have taken that? Probably. I mean, he should have taken it the first time, let's be honest. much as I like Brian Burns, that's a king's I, ransom. I,
1: I still don't understand the not not yeah. paying him. I think right. Revar, if you're Revar, not going to pay his, him... You backed yourself at the corner. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. But the no trades, I was shocked. I wasn't shocked. I thought someone like a Terrace Marshall, mm-hmm. um, a Dante Jackson, someone, someone lower on the depth chart, maybe we don't really have any quality backups like was Tom Grugier Hill like something like that I could have yeah saw but kind we of, need
0: him like he's playing uh, major minutes for
1: well, us well that's I was gonna say due to the injuries I don't yeah. think he's expendable um so it's, it's really hard to say
0: yeah I mean nobody was gonna offer us anything for Miles Sanders I saw a lot of people like nah. begging for us to trade him not not at that salary and you know, we're not getting anything we couldn't give him away for free Mm-mm. Like, we would have had to do a... a
1: Brock a, a, Osweiler bro, trade. Right, I was
0: trying to think of his name. We would have to do a trade where we include a pick just to get rid of him.
1: <laughs> here's Miles Sanders, a third-round pick, and you give us a fifth-round pick back.
0: Right, here's Miles Sanders, and uh, you can have Dante Jackson for free. But, you know, even that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, Dante Jackson making $11 million a year. Like, maybe somebody gives you a seventh-round pick for him. That's not worth it, in my opinion.
1: No. Especially and the with, way he played last week.
0: Yeah, and, and then we see what wide receivers get traded for. They get traded for peanuts. Even the really good ones get traded for mid round picks. Nobody was giving up anything of significance for Terrace Marshall Jr. And if you're only going to get a seventh for him, just keep him for the rest of the season. Yeah. Like there's you know, in my opinion, if you can't get like a fifth round pick at at best for him, then just keep him.
1: Eventually, and I'd, pl- and I'd play him. I would too. But
0: we'll talk about him in a few minutes. But you know, I'd play him. I'd put him out there. So.
1: I mean, it's not like the other guys are getting a lot of separation.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and in terms of you know them going out and like bringing in a wide receiver or something like that, we've talked about this many times. Where unless it, you were getting like a young receiver with some years left on his deal, I didn't understand what the motivation was to do it this year. Because the wide receiver core, you know, the wide receiver um, free agent list next year is pretty deep, and your the draft pool is pretty deep next year. Like you've got some good guys going on the second, third round next year in the draft. So, um, you know, unless you were going to get a young guy with a lot of years left on his deal, that and, and th- those guys they're... really aren't out there. Like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that didn't surprise me. They didn't do that, but yeah, you know, a, a quiet one, which is rare. Like I said, I mean, normally we do something, but uh, this year they didn't. So, kind of a disappointment, disappointment for me.
1: Uh, now go, moving on to some good news. Lion B backer Frankie who won NSE Defensive Player of the Week. He, he was awesome. I mean, he, he yeah. was one of the key reasons why they won that game.
0: Is that the second one he's won this year? Did he win first or second week? I don't remember. I know he's won one. I know he's won it in previous years. Um, Frankie Louvu is amazing. Like, Jerry, I put a poll out on the Meow Mix Twitter or X or whatever. The, whatever it's, it's called Twitter. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I put a poll out after the game and just like, if you could only re-sign one, Brian Burns or Frankie Luvu who are you re-signing? The majority said Frankie Luvu It was like 60-40. Frankie Luvu what's your answer to that
1: it's really taking
0: everything into account
1: i think you say brian burns just because it's so much harder to get a pass rusher that being said i do think frankie Louvu is a better leader on this team and he seems to lead by example
0: and and he's cheaper and cheaper he's definitely not going to be a 30 million dollar a year player
1: i mean the way the position he plays I know
0: technically they're both linebackers, but yeah. Well, and, and I think they're misusing Frankie Louvu. Like I think they I, could be using him in a much more effective way. But um, I mean, I think I'd go Louvu if you're asking. Like if I'm like I'm asking myself, but if you're asking me to choose between the two, given everything, you know, finances and uh, you know just impact on the field, I feel like Frankie Louvu is more consistently impactful than Brian is. Burns
1: is. He, he has
0: yeah. been, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Frankie. Uh, you know, guy that you and I loved him when he came in as a, you know, a borderline practice squad guy a few years but ago. Well, we were from like, okay,
1: yeah, good good depth, whatever, you know. We'll see how he turns out. And then in, in it, uh, training during camp, that first season, he, we were like, he needs to see the field more. That dude's like a yeah. like lightning bolt.
0: I mean, in training camp, we saw it. We were like, oh my God, this is. They might have found something here. And then <laughs> slowly, the, they slowly integrated him more and more and more during the season. And yeah, I mean, I, he's finally now, you know, really getting what he deserves, which is yeah. praise wonder, and, and time.
1: We did a uh, podcast with a Jets uh, fan podcast. Mm. And we were talking about how excited we were that LuVu was going to start the next year. And they are like, you mean the practice squad guy or the uh, special <laughs> teamer guy? And we were like... No, he made some plays, and now he's yeah. about—he's a fringe Pro Bowler probably this year.
0: Typical Jets fan. Yeah, he's—I <laughs> think he is a—I think he is a—he's earned a Pro Bowl consideration at the very least. But yeah, yeah that's
1: uh, that's why I say I can't say yeah. surefire Pro Bowler, but when of all the
0: players wrote, on the team, I think he's—he's he's yeah. the guy, right? Like, there's nobody else that. I mean, you can maybe say Burns, but he again, I think he's just Thielen's hasn't been consistent Yeah, so true, true, Thielen. Thielen's going to put up 1,500 yards this year, so that uh, that deserves at least consideration, right? All right. Uh, well, let's take a look at some PFF grades from last week. We'll just look at a few. Um, you know, Terrace Marshall actually led the team uh, with an 83.3, and he only played four snaps. And, you know, you and I were talking before – we started this and I was like, yeah, should we just remove him from consideration in this list? But, you know, you mentioned that when he's out there and he's targeted, he usually comes down with the ball. Yeah. And and why are they not playing him more?
1: I mean, it, that when uh, Jonathan Minga was out, what do he have? Nine catches, 70, nine, nine yards? Nine on 10.
0: Yeah, nine on yeah, 10.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, it, they weren't deep, but he was catching I think it was ball. like
0: 56 yards or something. Like,
1: yeah. That was a bad scheming again, but I mean it's like why are we seeing Adam Thielen 65? We're seeing Jonathan Mingo 66. Like can we not see him a little bit too? Like I feel like there has to be room out there, right? Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, come I mean on. I I don't get it. Like uh I mean he hasn't again, he he's not someone who's going to get you 150 yards, but who on the team is other than Thielen and that's only because they're just giving him 13 targets a game you know uh, like,
1: uh, so here it is Adam Thielen had 65 snaps Jonathan Mingo had 66 and DJ Shark had 62 so three receiver sets mm-hmm. 62 times you you can't really mix that up and put Terrace Marshall over I mean DJ Shark Like, the way he's playing, you really can't do that occasionally. See if he can get some sparks. Or even mix it up. Like, maybe Adam Thielen might need a, you know, breath. He is a little bit older.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, the thing is, like, when uh, Terrace Marshall is out there, he gets – Bryce Young targets him. Like, Bryce Young throws him the ball. Um, You know, he's had some drops here and there, but I do feel like – you know, especially now that you're keeping him, let's, you know, just see what you've got. Like, give him 15 snaps a game. You yeah. you can fit it in there. You can't tell me that these other receivers are just too good to put, sit down. No, that's not the case. We know that's not the case.
1: <laughs> I get not wanting to sit Jonathan Mingo. This, this coaching staff drafted him and have a lot of love for him. I get not wanting to bench me go for him but dj yeah. shark like he has not produced hardly at all and you're not you're not
0: using him to his best abilities either no you're not letting him go deep you're not doing anything you know so i yeah i would honestly split at least for a little bit not maybe not split 50 50 but 75 25 to shark and get uh Terrace marshall out there some
1: yeah i want to see 15 20 snaps from him and see what we've got from him. He Damn. was a second-round player who yeah. was tall, fast, and a decent receiver at LSU. Well, I think
0: we know what we've got, but I'd still like to see it a little bit more. But So he was number one. Thielen, number two. Uh, Bryce Young, nice to see him in the top five. Number three. Uh, and then Blackshear, Stephen Sullivan, tied in. Uh, I think, was this his first game uh, since he's been out of... No, I think he was here
1: uh, last week,
0: too. Okay. Um, Well, good to see him back as well. Uh, And then Mingo ended up sixth. So, since we've... Since uh, Terrace only had four targets. And our bottom five here, Throckmorton, Bozeman, Icky. So, I mean, that's three of your four... Or three of your five starting offensive linemen are the 12th, 13th, the 14th player. Then Chark and Hayden Hurst, just not involved at all.
1: I think Hurst better watch out because I think he's he's on pace to get the Miles Sanders treatment of falling down that depth chart.
0: Fitter did a terrible job. Outside of Thielen, Fitter did a terrible job with these big signings on offense. Because yep. Hurst wasn't a cheap player either. They yep. re-signed Bozeman. He's not been very good. Like I like Bozeman a lot as a person, but as a player, he's not been very good this year. No. Which you could say about the whole offensive line, but um yeah. All right, defense.
1: Louvu starts it out at number yeah. one with his parents watching. Uh Dante <laughs> Jackson came in second at seventy seven point three. Had an eighty six point four coverage grade. Hats off yeah. to you, man. Yeah. Nice. I, I think he really kinda kept them in check. LaBray He's one of Ray. the big
0: reasons that uh that we held C J Henderson to pretty low yardage like or not cj henderson cj stroud, C.J. stroud a pretty low yardage so <laughs> good job dante
1: no cj henderson is why he got yardage
0: <laughs> right <laughs> cj henderson not in the top five of grades.
1: <laughs> uh look Brian ray uh 70.9 28 snaps him sure. deshaun williams 69.0 29 snaps hats off to you boys i mean yeah. Two nice guys, job. I don't think you ask 80% of the Panthers on the street, fans on the street <laughs> will know their names. But hats off to you guys. I
0: think Deshaun Williams had a pretty big uh, tip at the line at some point. I remember that. It, so, yeah, good job by it, him.
1: Yeah. Uh, Camus Grugier Hill, number five, uh, only played 19 snaps. Yep. Um. And now let's look at the bottom five. We have Xavier Woods coming off that injury. Uh, Nick big Thurman. play though. He
0: had a real big play, fumble recovery. Yeah. You know, so that was massive, massive play. And also he had an 84.8 tackle tackle grade, which is something that you don't see a lot on this team.
1: Yeah, These this, ta- this team needs to learn how to tackle. I don't know yeah. why Evero hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick Thurman, nose tackle, uh, 20 snaps it's hard for me to grade a nose tackle that low yeah yeah uh, especially when the right ends were doing so dominant and Derek Brown's another force that, he's just a space eater chewing up a mm. blocker or two uh Brian burns
0: Brian 25.
1: burns 50.2 25.6 on his tackling and I think we've we've seen that before yeah. uh Sam Franklin he, he's had good games but this was not one of them yeah ones. he's an up and down guy glad that bell should be coming back this week and dj johnson the reach for the third is in last at 33.9
0: dj johnson younger than chase young or older than chase young i found that out this week that's crazy
1: yeah i thought he had a couple big plays but i guess i was completely wrong because i also didn't think he had 29 snaps so
0: right (laughs) all right well uh you want to take a quick break
1: we will take a quick break and be right back meow mix is brought to you by magic mind
0: have you ever felt jerry that you're kind of lacking focus you're tired you're stressed you just can't get things done in the way that you feel like you should
1: not recently like well,
0: well, well i wonder why <laughs> uh, I, I have felt I felt yeah. like that many many times, uh, but I tell you what, since I've started using Magic Mind, which is in a delicious well, it's a drink. Uh, <laughs>
1: it's a. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna lie, it's a drink, but it yeah. has helped me focus. It helps me stay up. Like instead of drinking coffee or you know, caffeine throughout the day and still sluggish and take wanting to take that mid afternoon nap. Like, I don't feel that when I take magic mind, like I'll take my normal caffeine with it. And then all of a sudden, you know, in the middle of the day, I'm still going strong. I don't mm-hmm. need that nap. I continue on. I go pick up Evelyn. I go home, I play with her, you know, we play in the backyard and I'm still wide awake up until about nighttime. And then, I don't have the jitters or anything out. No zombie eyes looking at the clock. I go to sleep normally. It it really does work. Yeah. I'm telling I mean, you. Af-
0: after lunch at work, like I always hit this wall where I'm just like, oh my God, I, I, I just can't, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to go home and go to sleep. And that hasn't happened since we, we got our samples of magic mind. Uh, it's definitely, and, and again, it, makes you it makes me sleep better it's not a sleep supplement or anything it, it's not made for that but because i feel better throughout the day i am not i'm not forgetting to do things i'm productive at work like i go to sleep feeling better about what i did in the day and feeling better about what's coming up the next day so it's just i don't know it's positive all around there's it no really there's no negatives to it and it's got all the natural ingredients. Like it's not, it's not created in some lab. Like you, you don't have anything artificial, right? You got your your matcha, Jerry, matcha matcha man. You got your matcha. <laughs> that's that's you know that's in everything that's good for you these days. It seems like. Uh, also your lion's mane mushrooms. I know, and those are your favorite.
1: Yeah, they're big and fluffy. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you've got your uh, cordicep, Cordyceps mushrooms. Uh, just several different types of mushrooms. And mushrooms are great. They're good for you, except the bad ones. Yeah. And don't just eat random mushrooms. But these mushrooms are good.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> go to magicmind.com slash meow and use promo code meow20 to get 20% off a one time
0: purchase, and what is it, like 56%, 56% off? off your subscription uh, within the next few days? So yep. check that out. Meow Magic 20. <laughs> All right, let's get into this game preview, Jerry. Uh, it is against the Indianapolis Colts, who are favored, but only mm-hmm. by two and a half points. So Vegas liked what we did last week.
1: Yeah. Or the... they don't like what Indianapolis has done the past couple of weeks. But... Well,
0: there is that. Um, yeah, Indianapolis without AR has not been the same team. Uh, Overrunner in this game is 44, so expecting a low scoring game. But uh, if you're feeling good about the Panthers, you know, getting those points is is definitely
1: something. So don't
0: know yeah, yeah, that it's I'll be betting be on this game. Strength
1: versus but... strength and weakness versus weakness.
0: <laughs> true, true. It is a home game, a four o five game. Weird. game, which is,
1: I don't love. I hate 4 o'clock games. I, I don't love
0: the 4 o'clock, especially the home I games. Like, I... I get it if you're going to Arizona or something, but why is it a 4 game here?
1: It makes no sense. I mean, if it was a primetime game, I could see it, but like, if it's not a game that people are going to go really watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it. You're gonna watch it. People in Indianapolis are gonna watch it. Sure. But the casual fan it's, in San Francisco doesn't care.
0: <laughs> it's not a na- it's not gonna be a nationally broadcast game. Um, I, I maybe if it was Bryce Young versus AR and both of them yeah, had been, I can see that. you know, really really hyped and productive all year. I, I maybe that's what they were counting on, but I don't know. All right, let's take a look at the injury reports real quick. All right, you keep stopping
1: like, jumping over my trivia. Oh, you
0: have trivia this, sorry. I kept Normally we moving don't have it trivia.
1: down our, our schedule <laughs> here. I was like,
0: quit jumping it! <laughs> quit jumping it. I put My it where your
1: cursor was and everything.
0: Well, you didn't tell me you had trivia, Jerry. Sorry, go ahead. You should have made <laughs> our... it really big. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the Panthers have played Indianapolis seven different times. They did play them with Frank Reich as a quarterback on this team one time. Hmm. So in 1995... Can you guess who was the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts? Oh. Oof. And we won, by the way, just to let you know.
0: Was it like Trent Dilfer or something?
1: No. Close. I will give you a hint. He is a current head coach. Uh,
0: was it Harbaugh? jim harbaugh
1: okay all right Interesting. uh it looks like he got knocked out during the game because he only had 12 attempts and paul or paul justin came in so i, I...
0: well i'm glad he wasn't the starter because i don't know who that <laughs> <person is. laughs>
1: and if he was i i i was going by jim harbaugh because i knew that name and he right. i knew he was a starter in the nfl yeah. for a while <laughs> all
0: right cool Good trivia, Jerry. Good trivia. I do not I do not have any trivia for you this week. But I will make sure ah. that I have some next week. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Injury reports. Uh, unfortunately, the Panthers list is fairly long, although it doesn't look as bad as it did yesterday. So DJ Chark, limited practice. Uh, Claudin Shirellis, DMP. Troy Hill, full practice after a DMP yesterday. Uh, uh, it was an H- illness. He'll probably be yeah, fine. Yeah, he should play yeah uh, Justin Houston, DNP yesterday and today. Not looking good there. Hayden Hurst, DNP yesterday. Full practice day, also an illness. Something's going around, I guess. Uh, Taylor Moten, DNP yesterday, but limited practice today. So, training in the right direction. Uh, Laviska another DNP for him. Von Bell, limited practice. It'll be good to get him back. <clears throat> uh, Brian Burns, limited practice. I don't think there's any reason to think he won't play. Corbett limited practice, Louvu limited practice, uh, Chandler Wooten limited practice, Raheem Blackshear full practice after a limited practice yesterday, Xavier Woods limited, and Cade Mays full practice. So look, Cade Mays not on the injury report yesterday and then on it today, but listed as a full participant. So it, it down.
1: I, I think they're probably just making sure. Oh, he got treatment. We're we're putting him mm-hmm. on the list just so they don't get fined.
0: I guess. Uh, for the Colts, you've got Julius Brentz as a DNP, Zaire Franklin as a DNP, uh, Braden Smith as a DNP, and then Blake Freeland as a DNP. Uh, Deo mm, defensive end limited practice. Uh, Kylan Granson limited pr- uh, Granson, excuse me, full practice. Eric Johnson full practice, and then Josh Downs limited practice. So no. Uh, I don't know. Are any of those guys essential to the Colts that are DNPs?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, but
0: none of their names it, jump.
1: My out expertise of, of the Colts unfortunately goes around Jonathan Taylor. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and Gardner
1: Minshew. And Gardner Minshew. No, I mean they have a good. De- well, they have some good defensive players, uh, Shaq Leonard and stuff like that, uh, Buckner, but.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, Their defense has not been amazing this year. Yeah, that's uh,
1: – I mean, I guess it's a new scheme. But, yeah, that's kind of yeah. surprising that, you know, they're struggling as much.
0: They're bottom third of the league in both passing and rushing defense. but Yeah. Uh, so, you know, opportunity is going to be there. But let's talk about some of the keys to the Panthers' victories or victory.
1: Yes. Uh, I put this one in um, after the game last week. You have to capitalize on the red zone opportunities. Yeah. I agree. We don't need to go for on all the fourth downs, but we do need to score touchdowns. We need to game plan, yeah. run not run up the middle every time on goal lines when you're getting no yardage.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what I was saying before, like <laughs> sort of tongue in cheek, but they they need to score points, right? Yeah. They need to score points, and if they if they're not going to be able to score touchdowns, then I would prefer them to kick field goals than to you know, turn the ball over on fourth down. Right. Um, but hundred percent, like they've, they've got to figure out what's going on in the red zone and why they can't get the ball in the end zone. And a lot of it does have to do with really bad run blocking. So mm-hmm. again, they're just gonna have to scheme around it and figure it out. But I agree. Capitalize on those red zone opportunities because honestly, they move the ball pretty well as a, as an offense. Most weeks they move the ball pretty well. They just don't score.
1: I think what they need to start doing is using a lot more motion. I need need to see DJ Shark do an end round once in a while. Sure. I think even fake end rounds because they're really not doing that much motions or pre-snap stuff. I I get Bryce Young's a rookie, but I think that will also help weaken up the defensive line to help the offensive line get better blocks, get get them on their toes, if that makes sense.
0: They just need to play... Play more to what their strengths are and not try to force these these plays that we just don't have the personnel to run, right? Mm-hmm. And, and But figure out what plays do work for the personnel and do that. Um, next key here is we're going to have to stop the Colts' run game. I mean, that's if they're going to beat you, they're going to beat you running the ball. They're not going to beat you with Gardner Minshew passing for 400 yards. Like, that's just not going to happen. No. But they've and got Zach Moss, they've got Jonathan Taylor, who Jonathan Taylor's kind of ramping back into game shape, right? Um, so, you know, both those guys averaging almost five yards of carry.
1: I was going to say, ramping up is still four and a half yards per carry. Like, that's... Right.
0: <laughs> right. I'm saying, like, he's, you know, he's only had 44 carries, though, so he's still kind of getting back into the flow. But, uh, you know, if this is the week where he breaks out, and I hope it's not, but... Uh, it wouldn't shock me.
1: Oh, not only that. I mean, the Panthers' run defense has struggled this year. Um, yeah. yeah. It really badly, to be honest with you. Uh, if you give yeah, me we're a second, fourth I
0: Yeah, we're fourth from the last in the league. Give it 140 yards a game is what we yeah, give that's... up on the ground.
1: Not good, guys.
0: You know, but, you know, they're like sixth in the league in pass defense. So they they only give up 186 yards passing. But giving up almost 140 yards rushing, that's 300 yards. Why why risk the
1: pass if you couldn't run for five yards a carry? I mean...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, and and a lot of it is the Panthers have been in short fields, or the defense has been in short fields because the offense has turned the ball over. So, you know, the offense is, I feel like training in the right direction in terms of not turning the ball over as much it's going to help the defense out we saw it last week you know the defense was great uh against i think an offense that is talent wise not any worse than what the colts are bringing overall right running the ball sure, but in terms of passing and you know the receivers i feel like uh houston's probably better in that regard right than the Colts.
1: I would say yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like what the Houston has in their pass catchers and stuff. I yeah. think Michael Pittman Jr. and I think Josh Downs are two good young players. <clears throat> um, I think Josh Downs, I kind of wish we had him, drafted him. But he well, wanted he's a, a guy bigger that, body guy.
0: I guess he tweaked his knee in practice because he was not on the, pra- the injury report Wednesday. And he's listed... As a limited participant with a knee yeah. today, so I mean it's I, I possible that he's he expect, he may play, but he may not be a hundred percent. So yeah,
1: yeah, you know, that's I something. mean, and that's what he is a speedy guy. <clears throat> um, he's averaging eleven yards per ke- reception, mm-hmm. forty catches on fifty six targets.
0: Sure, uh, that's al- almost five
1: hundred yards.
0: He would be by far the second best receiver. Exactly, that's here. what
1: I'm saying. Like the guy. <laughs> The yeah. guy could play. He's small, but he could play. He, I mean, for goodness sakes, I guess you had to put Dante Jackson on him and have, hope C.J. Henderson can do decent against Pittman because, honestly, yeah, Henderson will get dusted every time he's on downs.
0: Well, I, I have a feeling that their game plan is going to be run the ball as much as they possibly can. So oh, yeah. The Panthers' game plan needs to be stop the run, make them throw the ball. Invite them to throw the ball because Gardner Minshew makes mistakes, right? He, he turns the ball over quite a bit. So make him throw the ball, create turnovers, something the Panthers have not done a lot this year, create some turnovers, get some short fields. Like we talk about that a lot, but again, uh, you know, until they start doing these things, we're going to keep talking about them and telling them they need to do it.
1: Well, and Gardner Minshew does turn the ball over, too. I mean, as much yeah. as I, I like Minshew, I think he's a decent player. He does hand the ball over. Like, yeah. what is he, four or five interceptions already on the season? He just wrote five. He has five interceptions. And he's played, what, four games? Mm-hmm. Realistically, four games.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, he's he will give you opportunities. And mm-hmm. the Panthers are not a good enough team to not take advantage of those opportunities when they're given to them. So they're just going to have to capitalize. Uh, what's our next key here, Jerry?
1: It should be the key key to the Panther season. Protect Bryce Young. Yeah. You can't let him get hit 10 times. You can't let any quarterback get hit 10 times in a game. That That's just unacceptable in the NFL. Yeah. Now... Everybody complained, oh, Bryce Young is so small he's going to get hurt. I am sorry. Whoever said that should be eating their words right now because he's been hit more times this beginning half of the season than most quarterbacks get hit during the full season. He has played like a trooper. He hasn't really been injured. He did tweak his ankle in this one game, but I personally think that was more of a... I
0: think it was a reset for him. Like Yeah. Give him a week off um, more than anything. But, yeah, I agree. Like, he pops up after he gets hit. Um, It doesn't seem to affect him. He's not a guy that's out there screaming at his offensive line. He's not a guy Mm -hmm. that's throwing him under the bus after the game. Uh, He's just...
1: He's a great uh, leader, man. He really is.
0: Yeah, it's really admirable how professional he is, right? How mature he is for as young as he is, it's uh, it, it really bodes well. Like, honestly, I, you know, I'm not ready to say that, you know, that we, I don't know. I, I like Bryce. Uh,
1: so here's the thing is J.J. Jansen was on the uh, WFNZ show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was their morning show, and he was talking about, you know, First of all, he said that Houston jumped off sides a third time and that, according to the rule, if they missed the kick, we still would have been awarded the points. Hmm. But okay. that being said...
0: Did the refs know that, I wonder?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. But either way, they were talking about giving Bryce the game ball from and he's like, They were like, wow, it looks like everybody was out over there congratulating Bryce and everybody. and all. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah. He's like he's a leader, man. He He's the leader of this team. He's walked in, you know, he, he's never said anything negative, but he's always there to cheer you up, go for it and stuff like that. He was just really glowing about how he was.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. And you can, you can see it. And yeah. the players, I mean, no one has even said any, anything that would be considered, you know, passive aggressive. Like they, they're just, everyone is just very positive about him and, like I said, he's he's he seems to be getting it. Like the offense seems to be he seems to be growing into the offense, and the future is bright.
1: It really is. I I, th- I think Bryce is a great leader, and I th- he's so accurate. So he's so like I was watching a tape, and uh, I was watching it on YouTube. Uh, JTO O'Sullivan's podcast, yeah. and he goes through all his passes and stuff yeah. like that. <clears throat> And he's just like, these. the receivers can't get separations. The O-line is horrible. But Bryce is out here reading the defense, escaping pass rushers, and making the good play. He's he's anticipating correctly everything before breaks and stuff. And it's, uh-huh. it's good, guys. I mean, yeah. the, the team around him needs to get better. The players yeah. around him need to play better. But he's a real quarterback.
0: Fire Fitterer. <laughs> Let's put a put a good team around. Uh, you
1: know him. what? I at this point I don't I don't want to say fire fitter because my thing is I'm tired of getting a GM and forcing him into with a coach. If we fire Fitterer, I want Frank Wright gone. I want a whole reset on personnel.
0: Yeah. We I, have been know,
1: doing it I, backwards. Too many years. Yeah, Too I don't. I
0: don't. Fitter is just not good though.
1: I agree. He, he completely
0: whiffed on this offseason. Again, agree. he brought in. He brought in Thielen, but he brought in Thielen because he overpaid. Honestly, now Thielen is, you know, worth the money so far, but in two years, is he going to be worth the money? Like I don't know. Vastly overpaid for Miles Sanders when nobody was paying for running backs, right? And it's proven out to be a terrible decision. Uh, should have just kept Deontay Foreman. Paid him a million dollars. Like, honestly, would have been great. Um, so, I, I don't know, man. But, yeah. I, I agree with you. Like, it, the, the cycle is off. You know, the GM yeah. head coach cycle is off. So, we'll see. All right. Uh, we do have a beer bet here.
1: Beer bet of the week!
0: Well, we were talking and... Uh, Many are saying that Bryce Young is going to have his best game of the year. Many say that he's going to break the 300-yard barrier. Jerry, I believe that you agree with those people.
1: Yes, I think this is going to be Bryce Young's best game of his season. I think he throws for over 300 yards. My bold prediction, jumping straight into that, is over 350 yards and three touchdowns.
0: Dang, that is bold. Yeah, I think he's going to go under 300, not by much, but I think that they're actually going to be able to run the ball on the Colts a little more. And I think they're going to focus on that. I think last week's going to leave a bad taste in their mouth. So they're going to go, you know, they're going to make sure that they run the ball. And I think Chuba is going to have a big game over 125 rushing yards, two touchdowns for Chuba this week. Nice.
1: I mean, I'll be happy with anything like that. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, for real. All right. Any other thoughts on the Colts game before we wrap this thing up?
1: We got to just do our game predictions. Game predictions. Oh wait, I'm sorry. There is one last thought. Yeah, this is a rivalry game for Frank Reich. That is true. i something I didn't discuss, and JJ Jansen did talk about how you know the players are do know that, and they are looking at that for him because they do like Frank. Frank said, "Yeah, uh, we could discuss many different things, but it seems like that that's a legit good guy." So.
0: Sure, I mean he's a he's a probably a great great person. Um,
1: yeah, and it seems like the players want to play for him. That's right. what I'm saying that they're gonna try to win this one for Frank.
0: Yeah, uh, whatever motivation they need, or whatever helps them win, like I'm, I'm yeah. all for it. Um, because they really, honestly, like last week, this week, and next week, tons of storylines, tons of reasons why the Panthers really need to win these games. So. All right, game predictions. Yeah, I do think the Panthers are going to win this one. Uh, going, to, going to be up to 2-6 and six after this week. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm not going to go crazy in my prediction like I did last week, but I think the Panthers are going to score more than 20, so I'm going to go 24-14 Panthers.
1: You know, Indianapolis has given up 28 points per game, uh, 38 the last three, while Carolina has given up only 32 the last three. <laughs> So, I, I am also going to go Carolina 28, going big, big. But I think our defense holds strong and keeps on down to like 24. 28 to four, 24.
0: All right. That'll work. Okay. Well, let's uh, take a very, very quick look at the other NFC South games here. we got the Falcons hosting Josh Dobbs and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Actually, I don't think, I don't think Dobbs is going to start this week, but... Uh, Unfortunately, the Falcons are getting the Vikings at a great time.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, although, this could be one of those like rally around, you know, prove everybody wrong type games for the Vikings. So that's what we have to hope for. Uh, Bucks are getting the Texans. So bounce back game for CJ Stroud, hopefully. And the Bears are going to play the Saints. Uh, unfortunately, again, I don't know if Fields is going to play. So they might have that. Back up. I don't know, man. It seems like two of the three <laughs> NFC South teams are really getting lucky this week. So, we need these guys to lose because as crazy as it is, the Panthers are two and a half games out of first place, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't make any I, I, sense.
1: I, I am really trying not to look at standings right now in that sense at one game. and. Well, we saw what happened last year. I, I No, I agree. And once we get on that roll, I will start looking at it. But I... One game at a time right now for me, my friend. And it Jerry, is Indianapolis
0: we, this week. If we win this game next week, I, we're going to need to go over playoff scenarios. Deal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all, right. all right. I think that's going to
1: do it. Yep, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, not X. I refuse to do that, at <laughs> Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts or we'll read it on our show, please like and subscribe on YouTube.
0: We will be back, I guess, Sunday evening after the game. Uh, to hopefully talk about Panthers' victory. But again, we'll be here either way. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.